Initiating startup sequence. You're listening to the Loud and Queer podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth. Why, hello there, everyone, and welcome to uh, what episode is this actually? It's been like. Like, a lot. This is episode yeah, a lot. No idea. <laughs> yeah, well, we're into, like, the, yes. the other side, actually. Like, we've only got a couple of weeks left, actually. So, yeah. Yes. So, uh, today you're listening to uh, Lounge Queer on Sin Nation, and you've got me, uh, Marcy, or Mars, as I like to go by as well, and all that other stuff. And uh, today we'll be talking about a lot of fun stuff. I've uh, got some talk about video games and all that kind of stuff. And then we've got... Uh, well, we've got a little thing on which is better, coffee or tea? A very serious debate. An ultra serious debate. Everybody will be tuning in around Australia, I, I assure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, we've got uh, quite a lot of wonderful people here today. We've got uh, Evie. Hello. <laughs> uh, and we've also got oh, Daniel. Hello, everybody. And um, yeah, it's an exciting show coming up today. We've also got some cool tunes coming up today as well. Um, I've put on some internet because they have a new album coming out soonish, which is exciting. Um, I also saw that we have some other local acts like Tash Sultana and Sia. I'm sure, Marcy, you put Sia onto the run sheet. I did. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. It's nice. Ever since you started presenting, we've had sort of... Um, I feel like we've um, got, gotten a feel for your music taste since you've joined the show, which is cool. Oh, well, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you have yeah. all those tunes to look forward to. And, um, of course, in segment three today, we'll be frotting or nodding, which is always a fun little segment to end off the week to see yeah. what everyone's been frothing this week. Um, but, yeah, so we can just so um, you get to know us a little bit better. Um, so I'm uh, Daniel. I'm 22 and I'm bisexual. And I use he, him, his pronouns. And then we've got our other presenters here hey. as well. Um, I'm Evie, I'm 24, I'm trans feminine and bisexual, and my pronouns are she, hers, or they, theirs. And, oh, and I'm Marcy, or Mars, and I am 20, uh, only recently 20, I might add, and I'm pan, non-binary, and I use they, them, their pronouns. And I'm Abby, I'm 22, I'm a feminine non-binary person that uses she, hers and they, them pronouns. Awesome. And we're also joined today by uh, Christian, who um, used to present with us on season one of Loud and Queer. He, um, he's a bit of a sin legend, but um, he's panelling for us today, which is very exciting. Yes. Hello, everybody. My name is Christian, 23 years old, um, and I'm gay. And um, are we saying anything else? No, I think that's, yeah, that's, I'm Pronounce. just happy to be back. Pronounce. I'll hear him. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cool, cool. cool. Consistent. If you give me a list, I All always right. forget the last thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no matter what it is. So if it's yeah. your name, don't take it personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We're going to cut to a song right now. Um, this is Pakalpa by Electric Fields. And you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. Uh, that was Pakalpa by Electric Fields. And, yeah, to start with today, we are going to be talking about video games. And, yeah, one of the things that kind of made me want to talk about this this week was 
So this week just passed, we've just had E3, which is big gaming kind of exposition thing where a lot of companies show off all of the new video games that are coming out. And one of the games announced was The Last of Us 2, which, you know, features a character who... Yeah, it's been revealed to be a lesbian character and a lot of people were kind of disappointed um, or at least kind of preemptively disappointed. We can't know. This isn't out yet. It's kind of showing it off, but it kind of looked like they'd gone, hey, we've got this lesbian character, which is unusual for video games. We're going to chuck in the dead lesbian trope. The uh, only having lesbian characters for long enough to kill off one of them and use that character's death as motivation for the other you know um, but yeah there's been a lot of people talking about that and as a kind of run on from that we're just like kind of wanting to talk about you know queer representation in video games and experiences and I don't know there's, there's a lot to talk about it's, it's a big field. Are we, are we all gamers in, here? I personally am not. But <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. just like, you know the answer to that yeah. question. <laughs> yeah. um, but in terms of like queer representation in video games, I don't think because like, I played video games a little bit like when I was a kid and younger, and I think it was more just like when I played them, I maybe put a queer twist on them, sort of thing. I don't know, like as in. I don't know, like, pick the character that maybe had the more colourful, like, outfit or something like that. But I don't think I've ever really come across a game that really had queer representation. Have you found that? I have, actually. Yeah? In fact, mm-hmm. uh, while I've not actually played this game, I know enough about it from friends who have played it and an immersion of the internet and YouTube and that, a game that features a, a lot of that, and it's actually very down-to-earth. Uh, have any of you heard Nine in the Woods? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. 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 Yeah, so in that game, well, probably won't, like, say anything because like, it has some spoilers, but essentially it's a very down-to-earth, like, story about, uh, like, around a 20, uh, 20-year-old individual, May, and uh, she's... She's going come. She's coming home after dropping out of college and like just adapting to all these changes that happen in her hometown while she's been absent. And this this game has a lot of like like themes of like of like adapting to change or well of try like and then all of this like kind of like nostalgia and like how people try to try cling on to that, but like sometimes like it might be questionable. How, like like have you have you played this game? Maybe uh, I haven't played it. Uh, it's again, it's something I've read a lot of coverage on. And been like, oh, that sounds really interesting. But mm. um, all right, most of what I play, if I've got some time to play video games, ends up being Rollercoaster Tycoon because <laughs> everybody has that standby like thing that you just do when you don't have anything else to do. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do that with racing games, but mostly simulators, so... Ones yeah. where you kind of need to set up the whole wheel and get it all calibrated, get the pedals in the right position, make sure the seat's sitting right. And it's like, 
I do this to calm myself down, but I gotta do all these steps to set it up. Yeah. I was always impressed by my friends that owns like all that equipment. Or like mm. you remember like Guitar Hero and like there was that <gasps> friend that would have like the drums and like the mics yeah. and everything. Yeah. I love Guitar Hero. I, I completely forgot about that. I loved Guitar oh. Hero. Like I I don't play guitar at all. Like I play piano, but um like I tried learning guitar and like I'm horrible. So like Guitar Hero let me, you know, live out my rock star dreams <laughs> um what like what would you say did you have like a all of you have like a favorite game growing up like would have like the what's it called? roller coaster <laughs> yeah, roller coaster tycoon was yeah definitely up there but yeah retrospectively i definitely had the there was a lot of games i really liked where i could kind of create my own character yeah mm. and i'm just like yeah even if it was just like are you a boy or a girl like, even if it was to that level, I'm just like, yeah, I played a lot of games, you know, pretty much just queer women that I would make with a character creator and just go, I enjoy this aesthetic. Mm. And then several years later go, oh, it's yeah. me. I just had to work that out first. This is better than, like, you know, this is a more affirming representation than just being like, I'm going to make a character that looks like me. Oh, I feel very underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I had the same thing, but weirdly the first game where I like, actually was doing that and realising, starting to kind of put the pieces together was Skate 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like I've had to, like, played The Sims a lot and played, like, oh, the Sims. World of Warcraft oh, in the Sims. past and stuff, and it was... and. Mass Effect, and it wasn't until with Skate 2 where I was like, hmm, maybe this is why I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, with The Sims, like, that was one of my favourite, like, games playing. Like, even now, I still play every now and then, like, the chance when I'm in the middle I'll create so many characters and, like, experiment so many people. And the last couple of characters I created were, like, literally a lot of, like, like women just, like, you know, just doing whatever, like, doing... And it's just... I kind of realised that... Well, similar to you, Evie, that I was experimenting with that because I was kind of, like, trying to figure out what the hell, like, like what's going on in my brain and all this and that. So, yeah, like, games can be really good for that. Yeah. So, yeah. I've uh, definitely... Um, I mean, the Sims seems to just be one of those game series where it's very, like... So many people have had very queer experiences with The Sims. Yeah, yeah, sure. it's very I, uh, true. <laughs> I think I was trying. I think I was trying to make two of my like my characters I made like two women like fall in love with each other, but like mm. it would not let me do that. And I was like, why? Just, just why? So they, they just end up being friends, like like best like friends and this and that. But like, why? Like, yeah. Yeah, I and it's like. Another kind of series that's coming to mind is um, Mass Effect, which is you know, science fiction RPG series where I'm just like, I can think of like several bi dudes that I know who kind of put that together playing Mass Effect and going, uh, maybe I should try and romance Garrus. <laughs> oh, oh! I'm actually really into him. Shit! <laughs> and then and simultaneously reconciling the, I'm into this character, and he's a very like dude 
kind of character, but also I'm into this character and he's a seven foot tall reptilian alien. <laughs> it's yeah, I don't, it's I find it really interesting. Just so many people's like who are kind of our age and younger, where. It's just suddenly a thing where, like, so much of your formative experiences were, oh, yeah, I got really into this video game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and it'll, it could just be how you've made friends. It could be something that you've done when you were, you know, if your mental health wasn't that great or your physical health wasn't that great. You know, some people it was, you know, it's stuff like this where it kind of helped put together, you know, answer some questions about your identity and it's actually yeah. a really good point though and yeah it's like a really like sort of like a sign of the times i guess like with our generation because i imagine like i know with my parents anyway they were always not a fan of video games they were always like yeah. why don't you go outside and like kick a ball or something yeah, like that sure. <laughs> but like i feel like they actually are quite important and significant in our generation the lives of our generation yeah mm. and mm. Yeah, yeah. Like in in a in a lot of media, there seems to be, yeah, we've got so many people that make movies and TV shows now whose nostalgia is all for the eighties, or it's just like the, oh yeah, yeah, games were these super formative things, going to arcades and (laughs) playing, you know, playing Nintendo, and it's just like, yeah, that's cool. It's also. Got a massive contrast between people who grew up playing, you know, PlayStation Two, or yeah. even, yeah, and then people who, you know, it was in the like, the bulk of their kind of childhood gaming was in the nineties and kind of the PlayStation One and Nintendo sixty four kind of era. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of different again, and yeah, it'd be interesting to just hear like. Like, right now, I'm just like, ha, huh, video games, that's something I play occasionally. I'm also, and you know, going about my life and as as an ad- adult and doing things, and I'm kind of like, yeah, I wonder what, what the games in 10 years, 15 years are going to be, where people are just like, I've had lots of formative experiences with it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a huge chunk of that will be Minecraft. <laughs> like, just kids are selling Minecraft, or... What's that other thing? Roblox? Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skyrim. I yeah. think I, I, Skyrim's bloody... It's a game seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had formative experiences with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember breaking Skyrim and I couldn't run it full screen because I... I don't know, I did something with mods and if I ran it in full screen, it would crash and I could run it in the window for 15 minutes at a time. Otherwise it would crash, because my computer was really bad. I used to mod in large quantities of cute outfits, and I'm like, how the hell did I not work out I was trans until a couple of years after this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to go to a song. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Um, this is a song I put on the playlist because the guitar riff was stuck in my head for a substantial yes. chunk of yesterday. This is Breaking the Law by Judas Priest. Uh, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. And that was Face of God by Camp Cope. And, well, yeah, that 
kind of meshed well with uh, one of the things we talked about in the last segment. One of the games there, just religion stuff, and then other stuff. But anyway, getting back on topic, we are now going to be talking about uh, the age-old debate. Coffee versus tea. Which one is better? Which one is worse? Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull is the god of drinks. Are you serious, Amy? <laughs> um, uh, Abby can attest to the absurd quantities of Red Bull that I drink. You're better than you used to be. I'm much better than I used to be. I used to drink like a litre of Red Bull a day. Mm. Oh my god. It's one of my yes. secret shames, but it's not a shame at all. I, I, I own it. This is all right. We've got advices. I've got juice thanks to the juice club at Melbourne Uni, so it's all good. <laughs> but, like, my thing with Red because like, I don't personally drink um, energy drinks, but I kind of have this kind of image that they're... Do they have, like, more caffeine in than, say, like, a coffee? they got yeah. less. Yeah, less. substantially yeah. less. Oh, because my, like, kind of picture is, like, that they're these super, like caffeine-charged drinks that just kind of mess you up. If, but well, here's the thing. One of the reasons that coffee and tea, like especially black tea, are kind of bitter mm. is caffeine is bitter. Mm. If you put as much caffeine into a Red Bull as there is in a coffee, it would be very unpleasant tasting. Mm. Yeah, because it's the guarana itself that gives you the energy and the heart palpitations. Apparently. <laughs> 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 I mean, seriously, it's a hard choice because I drink more coffee. I definitely know what Abby's um, yeah, preference would be here. Um, Which is what? It's coffee. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I'm a coffee snob. I've got a proper coffee machine. I grind my own beans. I wish I, I had that. It and like, you know, I'll, I'll adjust the grind so it tastes better, even though my grind is broken, so I can't do that anymore. But when you when you say you're a coffee snob, are you like are you one of those people who has like a very particular coffee order when you go to a cafe? Or yes. You, yeah. Yeah. A double ristretto soy cappuccino. Oh, okay. Because for me, like, I'm, like, obsessed with coffee as well. Mm. But I just I just don't have the energy to, oh. like, to, like... <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I just... I, I let the, the... Like, I just keep it simple. But, um, yeah, I just... I wish I had, like, a machine like you mm. so I could make my own coffee at home. Yeah, a lot of the time I keep it simple for the order because it's like, well, I'm coming here because I need coffee, which means I don't have the energy to really deal with people <laughs> right now. <laughs> And so, Evie, would you say that you have more energy drinks than coffee? Uh, it's probably 50-50. I drink more coffee than I drink tea, but at the same time, like, if I'm... If it's a day like today is in Melbourne where it's raining and unpleasant, like, I don't want to sit down and look out the window and have coffee. Like, I want to sit down and look out the window and have... uh, yeah, a nice, like, green tea. No, I totally agree. My mum just recently bought, like, these big-ass mugs. So they're, like, the perfect mug for tea because uh. they're, like, probably... Oh, no, none of our listeners can see this. <laughs> they're about, like, this big. And, like, on a morning like today when it was freezing cold, just having a cup of tea before coming into sin was, like, the perfect, like... Mm. It just warms you up. And, like, I feel like for me, like, in the a.m., I'm coffee... And then maybe, like, in winter, like, as soon as the sun goes down, then I switch to tea, I feel. 
Oh, yeah. oh, producer Christian just chiming in here, but, but yes, I'm exactly the same. Like first half of the day, I'm coffee. Second half of the day, I'm tea. Depending on the day, that might actually be AM or PM. Um, yeah. But yeah. when I'm on uni break now, if realistically, you know, my day starts at midday, so it's like early afternoon is yeah. my version of AM. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I, I still am awake at AM, just on the other side after midnight. Not uh, yet. Yeah. 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 Early, very early hours in the morning. I'm up. Yeah. I'm up way earlier than those people who think that they're up early. Yeah. Like, Actually... I, yeah, I'm like, a, I'm up at 6am. I was up at 2am. Yeah. Which one is earlier? <laughs> like, hey. But yeah, is it um, earlier if you haven't gone to sleep yet? Ooh. Deep. Ooh. Oh, I was introduced to a very good combination uh, Wednesday just passed. I, was do- I did a job trial at a mechanics workshop in Vox Hill and... Uh, those guys introduced me to the fact's really satisfying combination is massive mug of black tea and automotive maintenance. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> satisfying combination. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I mean it'll stay hot for longer. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you drink tea when it's cold, like a coffee when it gets cold, you go, oh, like nah, this is going in the bin, like yeah, this is, this is not pleasant at all. Yeah, yeah no, this I was like nice that. insulated mug, and yeah, it kind of just put it down. Yeah, it was one of the ones with the lid and everything, so it doesn't matter if it gets knocked over; it's not going to make a mess. And even if it does, like you're already getting oil everywhere, you can just clean it up, <laughs> and. <laughs> It's just a good combination of just, like, yeah, just that tea taste. And then, all right, I've got to get my arm up this awkward hole to try and remove this part. And none of it, you know, something's broken and this is all frustrating, but it's okay because I have tea. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I don't think I could have gotten through that day without the massive coffee on my way there. Fair. Hmm. <laughs> we all just took a moment I'm, to digest yeah. that. <laughs> I am very, very conflicted here. Yeah, like, even though I drink, like, 99.9% coffee, like, I barely have tea. I'm still very big on tea. Like, I've got my big tin of tea 2 teas, and I've got yeah. my, um, like, rose tea and stuff like that, like, which... I guess isn't really a tea when you think yeah. about it. I can't do the really like fruity teas. Like is, is that more like what you were? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like um, rose petals and rose buds with hibiscus and stuff in it. It's yeah. really relaxing and good on you and really nice on your throat. So if you've yeah. got a bit of a cold, it's really nice. I really okay. want to try that. Like um, it's ruby rose hip. Ruby ruby rose hip. Just. Right I, I will listen back to this when this eventually comes up. But yeah. I should yeah. I should try that out though. Like I'm, yeah yeah yeah. I normally because I normally like the bitter teas as well. Like I just go black tea or like with sometimes a sugar in it depending on the kind of tea and the time of day and all. Um, I tend not to do milk because most places are, won't have like soy milk or something like that to put in a tea so I just go black with a sugar yep yeah I'm interested to like scan around the room how many like caffeinated drinks are we down all today so far 
Uh, two. Two? two. Yeah, two. <laughs> Only one. two. Yeah. So, one. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. This, you asked me on the good day. Actually, I, I feel quite. I yeah, feel like I'm <laughs> the moral high ground today. Yeah, because actually for me, I have not had a sink. I've had a tea, but oh, I have oh, not okay. had a coffee yet. Because hmm. I, I work in hospitality. I'm a waiter, and I worked like a nine-hour day yesterday. And you know those days where you just you've gone too hard. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. So I was sitting in bed at like two a.m. last night. I'm like, what have I done? Like I'm still uh. hopped up on caffeine. <laughs> yeah. So I'm taking it easy today but I feel like I've become a little bit addicted recently because I just went through my exam period at uni as well yeah so like I feel like like right now I could I could smash a coffee right now but I feel Mm. like if I did I'm just gonna continue that cycle of being awake too late kind of thing yeah yeah now now the question is have you ever been really feverish after a coffee not feverish Mm. I've I used to get um so back in like second year uni, I used to do triple shot, double, uh, triple shot. Uh, I think I said, I can't say that. Triple shot uh, long blacks. And my hands used to tremble. Like, so I'd have it. And then like an hour later in class, my hands would be trembling. How bitter um, was that? Like, cause that's a lot of coffee. And yeah, I know. And a tiny bit of water on top. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, I, it's pretty, it's, a lot of people think it's pretty gross. I, I used to have a, a triple shot extra large latte. Yeah. Before lectures when I was at uni, and well, when I was first at uni, I've been to a lot of unis and done mm. lots of things. Um, I once had a lecturer from several rows away ask me if I was okay. I was shaking that much because I had drunk probably two liters of incredibly strong coffee that morning. Oh my word! Wow! And I was just like, oh shit. Um, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Can I, please go on with the calculus. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I I admire though the fact that the both of you can tolerate triple shot espressos because ever since this time a long while back when I had a coffee and then like a latte or something and then like I was feverish and headachy not even ha- half an hour later and I had to go home early from uni that day yeah. I couldn't even go to this party thing in the, in the evening so I was that out of it, it was like I haven't oh. drunk in any coffee since oh really so Ooh, yeah I, okay. I used to be a major coffee person this and that like especially last year you used to drink like lattes and it's like every time I went to the city but like now I don't even touch stuff because <laughs> caffeine just does messy things in my brain. My brain just doesn't like it. <laughs> so I'm pretty much a tea person now. Tea is my... Well, as in juice and salt, but like tea is my thing now. So, yeah. All right, to bring things back to the theme of the show... Yeah. Which is more queer? Tea. Tea or coffee? Oh, oh. I'm thinking tea. It's definitely tea. Oh. Yeah. Tea, uh, tea, there's a lot more room to be fruity. All kind of hard. <laughs> but, yeah, or, or or just that that bit bitter. Oh, or, I think personally yeah. it could be coffee. Yeah, no, no, because see, my, my like kind of I don't know. weird cultural perception of coffee is like from those movies where it's like an American diner and you've got the drip coffee, mm. and it's always like the the greasy like truck driver guys. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> mm. Um, honestly, probably depends on the personality whoever drinks it or whatever, because like. <laughs> I used to drink coffee, Actually, and then I drink a lot more tea. I'm queer regardless, so I... Yes, yeah. this, this was intentionally a very silly question. <laughs> I, feel like, I, I feel like for me, the more, like, fruity teas would signal, like, open queerness, mm. and then I reckon maybe real... Not you, Abby, but other maybe real coffee snobs more kind of, like, repressed 
queerness, maybe. Ooh. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, true. Because you always see like the real snobby like baristas and stuff, and they've got like sort of very queer hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fascinating topic. I think we could yeah. talk about this for hours, to be honest. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, we should probably. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're throwing to the internet now. We've got a double whammy coming up. Um, and what would a loud and queer episode be without a Caitronada remix? Because <laughs> I'm literally. Just... It would be an episode not hosted by Daniel. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're here with Marcy, Eve, Abby, Christian and Danny. Uh, we're now going to throw to uh, the internet's latest single, uh, Come Over. Uh, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're here with Danny, uh, Marcy, Evie, Abby and Christian, who is our guest uh, AP today, which is exciting. Um, and I guess... We're frothing or knotting now in this next segment, and my one kind of spills on over from the little internet fest we just had. Um, so they're releasing a new album soon. Uh, I think it's July 20, called Hive Mind, which is rather exciting. Are we fans of the internet here? Yeah. Yeah? Um, well, I am now, thanks to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, that's very exciting for me, and I... I was watching uh, the film clip for the video of Come On Over recently and I noticed that Steve Lacey had a male love interest in it and I Googled it and then I found out that he was queer and I didn't know that before. Yeah, um, yeah so I knew that Sid was queer but I didn't know that any of the other um, members of the internet were and for me that was just very exciting just as uh, like a cisgender male uh, person it's I always um, kind of get happy when I find out there's another male that has come out because I feel like there's a um, a bit of fear sometimes from cisgender men coming out so I'm always kind of quite happy when I find out that someone has come out and because mm. I love his music it was the same sort of thing when yeah. Tyler came Tyler the creator yeah, yeah. Um, especially was... because yeah the yeah. media gave him so much shit and yeah. they had no <laughs> idea what they were talking about like it was so obvious that he was queer yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's that's my little froth um, for this week. Um, How is everybody else's weeks going? Have we been frothing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. Mine, I also I kind of mentioned a bit of mine before. It was just, uh, yeah, Wednesday I did a work placement at somewhere where I really would like to work and got to basically be around a lot of very expensive and complex cars and kind of, you know, just have the opportunity to, you know, work on things where it's just like, look, I could... One of them, it was just like, yeah, this car's worth a significant fortune and has won awards for how... Good, like yeah, for how good condition it is. It's generally this immaculate piece of history, and just being yeah, being trusted enough to be like, hey, yeah, just hang out. Yeah, no, do you want to give us a hand working on this thing that's worth millions? And yeah, we've yeah, just that level of trust, and yeah, just kind of also getting to learn a heap. 
while I was there was, yeah, really, really rewarding, kind of satisfying thing. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well, yeah. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead, Marcy. The thing is, I was a bit tongue before because, like, I'm kind of frothing on three things at once, actually. That's actually, good. You, you're always frothing so much. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, thank you. So basically, <laughs> I'm frothing over the fact that I'm done my exams. So, yeah, that, that, that that's always fun. Like, I'm burnt out mostly, but, like, I'm at least relieved of that stress. So there's that. And I'm also frothing over one of my very good friends, one of my best friends, uh, practically a sister from another mother, actually. Uh, she had her 20th on the 20th, on the Friday, and I... I was there, had a lot of fun, some other friends, and, uh, yeah. And we played Harry Potter ball game there. Like, a very interactive one, and I won. With another good friend of mine, so, yeah. What type of board game was it? It's like, kind of, a, it's like a, a trivia kind of board game. Where I you, love trivia. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and, yeah, it, it, was, it, was quite, it was quite, it was quite a lot of fun. And then, uh, finally, uh, my, uh, third, my third froth was actually yesterday, when I went to see Be More Chill, the Victorian premiere. Yes, nice. getting there kind of wasn't because it was all the way in Bayswater. But getting there, especially when I found that there was not uh, one of my other friends who I I, I like like became friends with recently, uh, Mel Muni through the month crabs and stuff. Uh, uh, I saw them over there, and that mm. was uh, really cool. And I got to meet a lot of their friends. So yeah. yes, and musical stuff was was one was really fabulous. Like like. That just confirmed to me that this musical Be More Chills are my favourites now. So, <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Cool, cool. Yeah, anyway, that's my three froths, so. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, frothing. Um, I've got a job interview on Monday for engine reconditioning, um, which is something that I didn't even realise uh, there was much industry left in Australia for it, but um, it sounds hopeful because... Uh, uh, business owners like kind of connected with the fact that a lot of growing up I like working with my dad on cars and being around my dad with motorsport and stuff um, and he kind of connected with me through that yeah so I'm, I'm really hopeful for it um, it was actually really funny when I got the call because uh, I five, got a call yeah for five an minutes earlier <laughs> and was just like, oh yeah, sure, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right. Uh, yep, yeah, all good. Yeah, put the phone down. Write down the details. Abby's phone starts ringing. Hear exactly the same voice. Uh, she lost it. I, I yeah, had, I was I had cracking to go, up. Like almost leave the room. She was laughing that much. Um, <laughs> and then afterwards, when we both received the email with all the details, we looked at it, and it's the same place, but one half of the building is car servicing, and the other half is engine reconditioning. Evie has an interview for the car servicing half. I have an interview for the engine reconditioning half. That's actually really cool though. Like at least you're not competing, so like yeah, it's, it's yeah. happy days. Yeah, like so it's good. be like I'll I'll pull the engine out and then give it to you, and then you can make it work better. Yeah. And then I'll put the engine back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> we might see like an Abby and Evie takeover of the company in the next few years or something. Maybe. Oh my god! <laughs> well, we do have a slight plan to like open a shop together and like down the track. Cool. Like, mm. Yeah, you because know, we both like working on cars together. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Well, good yeah. luck with the interviews. 
Yeah, yes. fingers all crossed. All the best with that. Yeah. yeah. And um, to our AP, do you have any froths or not froths this week? <laughs> I might have a few froths. Um, so I finished all of my university work for the foreseeable future, actually. Nice. Until I go to... Yes! Oh, yeah, you're going to France. Yeah, going to France to teach English there in the high school um, for like eight or so months, maybe more. We'll see how it goes. So, yeah, that is so good. exciting. Um, and I also got a... Well, me, my family and I got a dog recently, which is oh yes, cool. <laughs> yes. Um, he's a cavalier named Jake, and he's he's, he's very oh, very sweet. He's my very, dog very is gentle. half cavalier. Oh yeah. well, yeah, yeah, I know. That's they're, they're, yeah, they're the best. Ex- exactly the kind of what I was, what my sister and I was hoping for. Like he's very gentle. He's not like uh, I was afraid of like. Sometimes dogs for me a whole of sensory overload. So like I was afraid of like mm, paws and barking and slobbering and licking and um, but no no he's he's very very chill and very sweet and gentle and um, whenever like my uh, brother and dad tried to throw a ball at him to see if he would like play around with it or fetch or whatever um, he just would sort of glance at it rolling past him but ignore it and as soon as I saw him do that I was like oh he's perfect he's me <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what I used to do when I was his age <laughs> two years old and it's a little puppy uh, uh, two years old yeah, oh two so. years old okay yeah. Yeah, so like a lot of the like house training and stuff would already been done like before yeah you yeah, yeah. Um, we weren't sure if he was going to be toilet trained but he is okay yes. that's good then, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and very friendly as well hmm. um, just a bit shy around other dogs but again I, I was shy around other members of my species when I was his age so <laughs> my god we're practically the same uh, being I was about to say person but he's not the person <laughs> nice. no it's good to see that we're all frothing a nice array of things which is cute Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just thinking that. Um, uh, yes, I. We might do our say farewell now, yeah. and then we'll throw to. We'll still play a Sia. Don't worry, Marcy. <laughs> we'll make sure we get C in there. But um, I think yeah, we might say our farewells now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's been a really, really good show. Um, it's it's got a nice, we've got a nice big group here yes. today, which is really, Very really cute. Cool. Um, and don't forget to tweet at us um, at SinLoud, S-Y-N-L-O-U-D, especially if you are from regional Victoria or elsewhere in Australia or even international, if being ambitious, but we might have some listeners from oh. other places in the world. Yeah, no, there was, there was a, oh, a yeah. post in the Facebook group yeah. recently. Um, from Sweden, Sweden, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very exciting. Uh, that Facebook group is the Sin Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria. Yep. Um... Yeah, if yeah, track that down and you know, we'll post in there, same yeah, as the Twitter. Uh we'll link all of our personal Twitters through the, the Sinloud Twitter account. Um yep. yeah. yeah. Uh anybody else got anything that they wanna plug? Um, I guess shout out to our EPJ who isn't here today. They're working on something pretty cool that they can tell us all about maybe later on probably mm. yeah this week coming up yeah it'll be interesting to hear yeah yes um yeah if you're continuing to listen to sin tonight uh me and abby are both going to be on naughty road show tonight yeah. at yeah. 8 p.m so on yeah on sin nation cool, cool. um yeah, I think that should be it for the day. Thank you yeah. for listening. Uh, goodbye. Yes. Farewell. Oh, <laughs> Until next time.
And yeah, we're ending with Chandelier. Yes, Chandelier by Sear, which is a uh, it amazing has a, song. an amazing song. Yeah. And you, <laughs> if you haven't heard it, because I haven't heard it, you will now. So you're listening <laughs> to Sin Loud. This is loud. Oh, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Loud. Yeah. On Sin Nation. <laughs> on Sin Nation. <laughs> 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 in to hear Loud and Queer streaming live on Sin Nation at sin.org.au. You can find more of our episodes on Omni, SoundCloud and iTunes. Our podcast music is by accident. You can find more of her music on Bandcamp. You can find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer community cafeteria and find us on Twitter at Sin Loud. 